Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 101 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library's podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracle. And here we are. We are a tired, sickly bunch right now, we, I believe. We stayed up nice and late to watch the full 2020 Academy Awards. We did. We actually made it through. I'm proud of both of us. I thought um, for sure we would have fallen asleep. I'm super proud of both of us, which we can get into, because if there was one more musical number, I was checked. Oh, out. there was too much I, of that going I was on. I was ready to get out. But Why was Eminem there again? I like I don't even remember what was the contact with him being. There's no answer to that question. I've searched far and wide. <laughs> I've I scoured the internet to to find out for, why. For once, me and Billie Eilish had the same feeling watching something. We're both like, oh, I don't like this at all. What is going on? Oh, I loved her face when Maya Rudolph and um, Kristen Wiig were talking. But anyway, so the I think going into the Oscars, the the big things were the questions were w- would Parasite become the first foreign language film to win Best Picture in the 92 year history, or would 1917 kind of continue its awards season dominance? The question was would Brad Pitt continue his winning streak? And then I assumed make another joke about how he's super single. And would Quentin Tarantino or Sam Mendes win the Best Director prize? with the super dark horse of uh, Poon Joon-ho, and then would Joker end up being a big winner of the night because it had 11 nominations more than any movie, and some of those things happened and some of those things did not happen. There was a bunch of narrative shifts, I think. Everybody had some stories they already had pre-written going into the show, and it did not work out that way at all. No, I mean, I think it worked out. I wish I had entered some sort of pool, because I picked some things that I thought would happen. Like I knew Brad Pitt was winning. I sure. knew Re- Renee Zellweger. And then I picked some things that I wanted to happen, and it worked out pretty well. You know, it was actually kind of funny that there was like no drama in any of the acting categories. Because I feel like everybody pretty much knew who was going to win them all walking into it. Like there was I, some... Yeah, I think everything was, was pretty well known this year. There was a little bit with Best Actor, I suppose. Because some people were wondering if they were going to give it to Joaquin Phoenix or not. But they ended up doing it. It's pretty worked out for everybody, I feel like. Well, it was tough to know what was happening because by the second song, by the Frozen (laughs) song, my friend was already texting me, which I felt really summed the whole thing up, where she just said, doesn't the Academy know that they don't have to do this and that the show can just be one hour shorter? Right. And I was like, for real. Or you mean she was saying, let it go. Is that kind of what she was implying? I mean, the the Frozen song in the different languages, I was like, okay, but like, why was Eminem singing? Why was Elton John there? I like the Elton why John performance. Why were there so many songs? Why did they open with a musical number? Have they not learned? Don't open with a musical number. No. Open with something funny. Get a funny monologue. You literally have all better. the actors in Hollywood. At your disposal, you can get. There's going to be if comedians If you can there. get Steve Martin, then get Steve Martin. Like he's already there. He's not doing anything. He's, you he's utilize available. him more. <laughs> so that it was a bit. It truly was a bit too much for me. Mm. It, I I was really over the musical numbers, the songs. There was a lot of really boring songs. Some lady came out 
I don't even know. I, I'm sorry. I don't know who she is. I don't know what the song was because they were all standing on the staircase. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's really boring. <laughs> so like, come on, guys. Not my favorite musical. It's my kingdom for a guitar or somebody doing like some <laughs> judo or something on stage. Something. Um, any of favorite outfits? Uh, not really. I didn't really look too much. I guess I liked the uh, the Spike Lee Kobe outfit. Yeah, a sports Spike, fan. That was pretty cool. That was nice. Um, so he won what? He won best adapted screenplay last year at the Oscars, and he had um his purple and gold suit mm-hmm. with, with the twenty four on the uh, lapels. So yeah, they you know, were that buddies. was pretty cool. I didn't really the there was not there was nothing really sticking out to me in fashion this year. Uh, there's a lot of bad fashion. You think Maya Rudolph and Kristen you, Wig were the worst? Their you're the one that watches terrible. the pre-show, so you tell me like what was like the big. I do love the pre-show, and can I just say this? You know, I don't give you many compliments. It's just not in my you, nature. Yeah, absolutely it's not. Don't. In my Who are you telling? But you you saved the day yesterday. So I I use an antenna. I don't have cable because I just have streaming stuff. But right. I get like the basic channels. So I put on channel seven. And it was like in and out, but I'm like, it's fine. And then it just died. It went away. It was a black screen. I I mean, this was when the red carpet was heating up. I was very upset. And Jacob came in and saved the day and let me. So then I logged in to the ABC app on my TV. Sure. And I was like, yeah, there it is. But about an hour later, that just died. I don't know if there was too many people on it. Didn't work. So I had to log into the ABC on my phone and then cast that to the TV. And I was like, this is like Inception of watching the Oscars. (laughs) I'm three deep here. But without you, without allowing me access, Jacob, I would have missed the whole show. And, you know, I'm happy to do it. I feel like this would have been a really boring show had you not been able to watch it as well. You'd have been like, oh, my God, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'd got be the like, I, I listened to some speeches this morning, which we couldn't grab clips of because it looks like there's some sort of protector on them right now. On yeah, YouTube, the, probably because they're so fresh. So yeah, I, I feel like the Academy's them. got them all in lockdown right now. Um, I'd but, say the the best start to the Oscars that made me happy was someone had tweeted at Ricky Gervais, who, yeah, who I just love so much, <laughs> and they asked him if he was hosting the Oscars tonight, what would his first best joke be? To which he said, I can't wait to hear all your inspirational speeches about equality. And it's great that the three hours you're here tonight is the only time your badly paid migrant house staff will get some time off to sleep this week. <laughs> so <laughs> It's very it's, true, it's like, actually. We just, we lose so much without Ricky. Like, I love when he hosts things because sometimes I can't even look at the TV because he like makes me so uncomfortable, but in the best way possible. <laughs> Ricky Gervais is like my spirit animal. I would love to just become the guy in Hollywood who just gets to just flame everybody every single time, <laughs> and everybody's just kind of like, yeah, that's that's what he does, man. That's his shtick. Let's get him out there and let's do it. Uh, he would be a great Oscar host. I feel like he would be over it five seconds into the he's show. He's over all of the things they have him do. It's oh, just really funny. Speaking of, why were the cats there? Why did they make? Those poor folks. So that was a really horrifying part of the show when Rebel Wilson and James Corden came out like cats and then they batted the microphone stand around. I think that is when I tweeted, I'm out, I'm going yeah, to bed because... I, I know Rebel Wilson is just barely hanging on to a movie career at this point, but boy, you don't have to funny. lower yourself. I think she was at the Spirit Awards or BAFTA or something and she gave like a really hilarious speech. So she has it in her... But, but I guess they were just poking fun at what was such a... What's the biggest bomb of the year? But 
I don't know. I just liked looking at Keanu Reeves with his mom. Oh, yeah. Everything Keanu Reeves. He's so wholesome. Of course. I mean, a lot of people bring their moms. Um, Leo did not this year. He brought his girlfriend. I feel like that was a big hoo-ha. Well, you know. never he's never brought her to any event. Well, she, had, you know, she, she actually just came of age, probably. Yeah, she doesn't have school on Monday, <laughs> so he was able to bring her to the show. <laughs> oh, Leo. Leo, Leo, Leo. Hey, man. She's 22. Yeah, if I'm I sure was she is. A super rich, beautiful person. I would also date beautiful. Tw- yeah. No, I really wouldn't. She's 22 it's if you different. add five to her number. She's 22. Stop. Oh. She's only like 24 years difference in their age. Is that so all? I think oh, well, it. geez. It's only double plus two what she is. I'll say my real favorite part of the night was when they talked about Jeff Bezos and no one clapped for him. Yeah. That was pretty And then great. they kind of made fun of him, and then there was laughter because they were making fun of him, but nobody clapped for him. And I was like, good, please don't. Let's not clap for Jeff Bezos. Yeah, we got to deal with that guy enough he, in our everyday life. He's fine. And also, since you don't really pay attention to the fashion. I do not. Did you notice Natalie Portman's dress at all? Didn't it have, like, direct... I saw, like, something on Twitter. Like, it had all the director's names on it no, or something? No, she, so she was wearing, like, a, a Dior cape over her dress. As, and it was, as one does. As one does. And it was embroidered with the names of all of the female directors whose movies were overlooked this year. Okay. Including, like, Greta Gerwig and such. Okay. So, I mean, you know... Overlooked's a strong word, because not all of them were that great, but... No, no, but maybe they're not looked at the same right. way. Right, I, I get judged. the I get the idea that she's going for it. I, I support way. that. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily agree totally, but yeah, I, I get where she's coming from. So, but okay, so we'll start to get into to some of the winners here. So, like, we, so for um, Laura Dern. Oh my God! <laughs> which I had to text you because I knew that you were so sad. I was just so I, I knew it was coming. I was just standing there like so much aggravation. She won Best Supporting Actress for Marriage Story. I knew her father was famous was Bruce Dern I did not know her mom was Diane Ladd yeah and then she also has I was like oh this really explains everything yeah why do you think she wins stuff because when you got famous parents it's super easy to win well so Andrew was like why do you dislike her so much I don't remember that and I'm like oh Jacob like did it to me he's been trash talking Laura Dern so much that it's like broken my brain and now I see her Oh and I'm like, I don't really like her. Thanks, everybody. I totally <laughs> didn't see this coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Check me out on HBO coming up next month. I, I hate guess her so much. That's how you feel she delivers things. <laughs> that's up. exactly how she delivers. I was like, oh, my God. Laura Dern's here. Everybody run for your life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she brought a dinosaur with her. It's the only thing she did that was good. <laughs> you are wow it is way too way too early for this um so one of the other ones was the cinematographer one for 1917 which was obviously that was a, that was a duh because that movie was oh, was pretty good but the cinematography was incredible it was in incredible that. but i had read this whole thing about the cinematography and uncut gems mm-hmm. and how they used like all this new equipment and completely have kind of changed film in a way that i didn't know about because so did you see uncut gems i did not know like, so much anxiety but they have like a ton of close-ups and in the film adam sandler literally he never stops moving like he is walking or he is pacing or he's just rocking back and forth on his heels like he never stops moving he has like a really like jittery sort of kinetic energy to all of his things um and so the cinematography of that film darius i think it's kanji but he didn't get any recognition at the Oscars at all. And it's a really big deal because when you're constantly moving in and out of frame, the camera blurs. That's just like a constant sure. problem. So especially if they're doing like far away shots and things like that, like it's more difficult. Um, 
but they have this new equipment called the Light Ranger 2. And everything I read, this is just like film is going to be able to go in a new direction now because mm. of this because they can you know have these more shots than they were able to before without losing the clarity but that it was a really big deal that he wasn't nominated doing this and then it kind of brings to light all of you know all of the doubt that is on the academy's judgment always uncut gems is like the dark night of this year i think i feel like it's one of those movies that all they talked about like ahead of time was the Adam Sandler snub and best actor, which just got on my nerves because I'm like, who are you pulling? There's not like there was a bad nominee in the best actor category. Yeah, and it was worth him not being nominated just to hear his Spirit Awards speech. Did you hear I did any not of hear that? it, no. I heard he like made a joke about it, about the fact he didn't get nominated. Yeah, he said like in high school he wanted to win like best looking, but some terrible person did, but he got best personality and then he decided that um, the Spirit Award was the best personality award, and that when all of those, you know, losers lose their looks and their garbage, he's still going to have his personality. It was it was really funny, also, that he did his whole acceptance speech in his Billy Madison voice. See, and then he wonders why they don't nominate him for it stuff. It was really funny, and that he was talking to all the fellow nominees, and he's like, "To all my nominees, like you will now always be the guys who lost." To Adam Sandler. <laughs> so That's a pretty dubious distinction, yeah, let me tell it's, you. It's it was actually pretty. It's like funny. losing a foot race to Chris Farley. You're like, oh my god, he, why did he get on this? He was good in the film, but I don't know, um, Oscar wise. But I don't know. I think I actually would have picked Adam Sandler over. And this is incredibly difficult for me to say. But I don't know. I thought Leo's performance was not one of Leo's best. No, it was just average. Whereas that was Adam Sandler really shining. Leo's going to be great in everything. True. Either give him an award every year or, like, pick stronger performances. I'm telling you, it's that Eddie Murphy disease because Adam Sandler just signed a new Netflix deal, so he's going to make five of the worst movies you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I and heard that. They do not want to have Oscar Academy Award nominee Adam Sandler before he walks over <laughs> in, like, blackface or something terrible. It's, it's all possible. Um, I know you must have been happy, to, happy about Best Adapted Screenplay win. Oh, yeah, for my, your boy, boy. my boy Taika. Um, pulled off the the kind of upset on that one. I feel like I don't know if everybody was, but I think so for sure. So I was like, oh, and man. first Indigenous person to win an Oscar. That's true. So He's that was a great. Maori descent. Yeah. So it's good to see him. Anytime we can get him an award, I'm like, it's it's what needs to happen. Everybody. I also liked that Brie Larson was then recording him at his seat when he was like holding his Oscar and didn't know what to do with it. Oh, and he show, put so it under he the seat like, like he slid it under the seat in front of him. I mean, what I are you like, is do? that a purse? Like it's your Oscar. Yeah, he's like, I'm on a plane right now. Let me just slide this under here. Uh, so he won best <laughs> adapted screenplay and then best original screenplay. I think was also an upset because I feel like Quentin was waiting for it, but that was uh, uh, Poong Joon Ho. There for uh, yeah for Parasite, which is where you started to uh, kind of raise an eyebrow that this was going to be a big night for them because you're like, oh wait a minute, they just took a took one away from Quentin there, the only one he was going to win. Yeah. So I also it was a big night for me because I don't I thought his name was Bong since it's B O N G mm-hmm. and everyone said like Poong and I was like, huh, hmm. look at that. I still think I'm still going to go with Bong. I'm telling you, it's not. They like I, said his name. No, I believe you. And I'm the just... interpreter would say it, and I was like, really? I'm like okay. Maybe like, uh, they, somebody teach me the way letters are pronounced correctly, apparently. I mean, you're not Korean, so they are pronounced correctly in Korean, I'm sure. Oh, jeez. Oh, Why do you got to keep reminding Just me? Just stop it or I'm going to play the Eminem clip. Oh, I don't. Oh, I'm going to lose not myself only, if not you do. Only, 
Thank you. There. Thank you. Not only was it irrelevant, but his microphone was terrible. Yep. So I was like, not only do I not really want to hear this song, but I actually can't. I, 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 I was sick of that song when it came out. You know, there's an example of songs they overplay. Lose Yourself was one of those songs. I don't ever I mean, need to hear that again. Mom Spaghetti, I like the song. I just didn't get Mom it. Spaghetti. I was like, I want to go to bed. I'm tired. Why are you doing this to me? Could have been over at 11 if you hadn't busted out with these unnecessary. We've all heard the songs, guy. You I didn't it. even know what songs were nominated at this point because they just kept putting songs in. Then yeah. I'm like, you usually only perform the nominated songs. Usually. At least Billie Eilish ended up doing the um, in memorial memorandum or yeah. whatever because I, I thought it was weird that everybody was saying she was going to do the Bond song. And I was like, that does not fit. That yeah. movie's not out. That movie hasn't been nominated for she best song. She was fine. Oh. My only thing with that kid is, A, I can't handle that hair color, but B... She has a nice voice. Why she always got to whisper? Because that's how she sings. But like, can't she just like sing, sing? It's like, no, it's whisper? like the secret of some singers is that they actually have bad voices. But there's she like. She doesn't. I heard her sing loud. There's She's like fine. one pitch they can do where they can just nail it. Like well, if they sing really low. It's I called the Bob Dylan song. I like that she became a meme overnight when she made that face. It's a perfect face for, oh, so for everything, really. I put it on so many things last night. Everything I responded to, I would just send the Billie Eilish face. <laughs> There's like three or four of them where everybody's just like, Ugh, I do not need to hear this at all. Oh, because there was just gags. Like, again. The, the I didn't really care for that, by the way, that uh, the gag they were talking about. Oh, my goodness. What are their names? Maya Rudolph. That's that one? the one. I didn't Maya really Rudolph care for and that. Wake. I was like, that was that went over so like a ton of bricks. Long. I was like, just stop doing it. That was so long. And let's <laughs> talk about the other thing that was too long, and which will get us to a winner, was winner of best actress in a film. No surprises there, and went to Renee Zellweger sure. for Judy, which Judy as a movie was good. It wasn't great. It was mostly so depressing that it's hard for things to be great. When you're just like, oof, this is a lot to take in. But she was really, she was wonderful. That was one of those movies that you truly watch and you have moments where you forget that it's an actress and you're not just thinking it's Judy Garland. So I think she's deserving of the award. What was her speech? Just rambling nonsense, basically. Was it because she was trying to follow up Joaquin and have like a moment? I was like, Renee, what are you talking about, girl? You gotta cut it, and like she couldn't cut it, and I knew that that conductor was probably standing there, like I don't should it. It's the best actress. We usually let them talk, but like, should I play? Should I stop this from happening? Yeah, you just be like, huh? Oh, I, I want to win an Oscar just so I can come up with some random speech while I'm up there. But like, if you're gonna have a point, you have to know going into it. I think that was probably she was. Lo- I would again. I wish I could play it. I wish they didn't have these blocks on these things because actually, why would I want to play it? Why would I want to make people <laughs> listen to it again? She just kind of went on. I feel like she was trying to say something. But she lost the thread, and then she was trying to find the thread. And then she was talking about how Bridget Jones' Diary 3 wasn't really that bad, everybody. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, but it was, Renee. It truly was. So now we'll get into some of the some good speeches. By the way, it's kind of funny to think yeah. about Shersha Ronan just every year nominated. I feel like they just have the Shersha spot. For I know. I'm getting like, can, we, can you acknowledge that she deserves one if you think that she is well, worthy they, of a nomination every year? Like, when will she win one? Well, she's like, what? 22 years old she she's had, so good she's had 75 oscar nominations so far she's gonna win one i'm eventually. like is she our future meryl streep yeah i think she is i don't think i think they've been setting that up for a while she's really perfect in everything she does though. i have no complaints about her i love no, her not at all um when she was really young when she was in uh oh boy atonement you liked her in, i was actually thinking about uh 
Hana. Like she was really good in that. Too. Oh, she was great in Hana, but in Atonement she was even younger. I, I think she might she have been Atonement. nominated for that. That was one of the random movies that I was like, I don't know what this is about. And as I was watching it, I was like, why do I know everything that's going to happen? And then later realized it was a book I read that I just forgot about. I oh. was like, am I like, can I see into the future? That's a, <laughs> that's, it must be awesome. Our book <laughs> recommendation of the week, everybody, Atonement. You'll forget all about it. No, no, I, you know, I just read too many. That was a good book. So good speeches. Brad Pitt won for Best Supporting Actor. S- speaking of which, not knowing what you want to say before you get on stage. He, he's another one that wanted to make a point, and he did, but I feel like he took a hot second to get to it because he kind of fumbled over how he wanted to be begin. yeah because he's been taking things really light in all of his speeches and joking about being single and being on twitter and this and that so he tried to have a serious moment all in all though his speech was nice he seemed very moved right um i love you forever brad pitt you deserve many awards but still willem defoe in lighthouse deserved <sighs> that award and i don't even know how he wasn't nominated i just saw that movie and boy i loved every second of that weird piece of art that like, was a weird weird movie didn't, but didn't know what to expect loved every minute of it i, I do think this was one of those awards that that they know that they haven't given Brad Pitt an Oscar, and he probably should have picked one up by now. So they're yeah, like, probably. They're like, this one works. Yeah, this is fine. Again, I didn't hate. I didn't hate Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at all. It just, it just wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Favorite of the year wasn't my favorite. Quentin was just like kind of an average movie to me. So I was just a little surprised by all the hubbub around it. It, it. was. What's the word? Plotting? I'll say plotting. That's kind of like the pace of that movie. It just took forever to get to anything. Yeah. I mean, it has memorable scenes in it, I suppose, and the end is definitely... I definitely liked the beginning. I was into it, and then I was like, it just kind of keeps happening. Yeah. Three hours later, you're like, oh, cool flamethrowers. Speaking of the ending with that, and I'm I'm not really going to say things, and it's hard to do like spoiler alert on all these really popular films. Well, it's post-Oscars. They show you the end of movies. Yeah. Like when the Oscars, when they would show the montage of films that were nominated or the performances, they kept showing like the final scenes in movies. And I was like, why are you showing the ending? There are a lot of people watching this who see who wins and then are like, oh, okay, I'm going to check that film out now. And I was like, they just showed the ending to almost every major film. I guess that's one of the good things about Parasite is you could watch clips of that movie all day (laughs) and you're never going to be able to figure out what it's about. You're like, I don't know if that's the beginning or the end or what is going on. It's like something's happening with people and I don't know. So, Parasite. Big winner. I was actually I was I was, but I wasn't surprised. I feel like after he won Best Director, I started to get like they're either gonna they're either not gonna oh, give it to him. Oh, and I was really or. happy because that movie was just amazing. It was the best movie I thought in the in the best picture category. Oh yes, for sure. And they kept saying like 1917 is gonna win. I'm like, and I really liked 1917. I'm like, but it just wasn't as good as Parasite. Like Parasite had me on the edge of my seat, just being like, what? Yeah. What's going on in this movie? Like 1917 is like it's just a it's a war movie. It's a real time war movie. With a pretty cool concept and pr- awesome cinematography and pretty yeah. good acting, it, it it was really good in everything. It's just, and so I've seen it before. Um, so Hulk kept going up to receive, you know, award after award. But I loved his his best director when his speech was the best. Where I love when he started of like after I won best international film. I was ready to just chill for the night. Like, I did not think I'm getting up again, but here I am. And then he really did a whole kind of tribute to Martin Scorsese and said, like, you know, I have this quote that I've etched in my heart um, that I use in my filmmaking, and it was a something that Martin Scorsese had said. And then he stood up, and everyone gave Martin Scorsese a standing ovation, which was really nice, too. 
Martin Scorsese actually set a uh, record last night. Oh, did he? He did. He is the first director to have two movies nominated for 10 Oscars that both win none of them. He's the only guy that's ever done that before. Oh, that's... It's a rough distinction. That's a terrible legacy there. And as a little bit of a comic book fan, I love the fact he had to like sit there and see comic book movies win... Academy Awards after he's. I mean, I really like the Irishman, so I'm bummed that it, nothing happened there. I mean, that what was, was it going to win? There was I don't nothing know. that it was up for that had I a know, chance. I know, I know, but and then um, so obviously Parasite. That, that won. was that was nice though when he got to have his little moment of recognition. And I feel I felt like uh, Poon Jung Ho really like he had no problem with that, and then he even called out Quentin to be like, when no one was watching my films in the U.S. You were putting them on lists, and you were getting people interested. So I, it was, I actually it was remember very that. genuine. I actually remember like Quentin Tarantino doing that, like with Snowpiercer. Yeah, like he was really big about advocating. Although about I'm sure that after he lost Best Director, he was like, "I hate you." Yeah, he's like, "I'm never, <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna win one, man." Um, and then Parasite won Best Picture. That was probably the only real upset of the night, and it was awesome. And I think people were really happy about it. And then we'll go to Best Actor, which we know is Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Joker, which one, like nothing else. It what won. Else? It won, it one won best thing. score. Like that's yeah, the best that was score. It. with the best uh, score. that weird cello music, which was you know that's fitting. That I liked cool. that they actually played the scores. I would have taken the scores over all of these other stupid songs. Yeah, any day. More I interesting. Way more interesting. It's beautiful just watching the orchestra play. Um, but his speech, he was very serious. Um, he really kind of called people out and he milk shamed us. The terrible things we're doing in the world. He did. He did milk shame us. Yeah. But he's right. I mean, he's really for animal rights and he's a vegan. And it was very interesting. He actually kind of like leaned into all those vegan stereotypes. Like, oh, you're just gonna like talk crap about my diet. You're gonna tell me how awful I am as a person. Yeah, I just part of me was like. Can you feel a little joy at this moment? Ooh, he looked depressed, man. Like, crack a smile, bro. As the award season has gone on, as he's been winning awards, his speeches have been getting maybe more relevant to the situation, but darker. Yeah. But he just seems sad. Like, I'm glad it's over. He needs to, like, not have to deal with this because I do not think he is enjoying himself at all. Not at all. I mean, he's been working at this for so long, and he just finally got one, and I don't think he's going to get one again because I don't know if they want to put him on stage. This isn't what we wanted. But so in case you were feeling bad, if your favorite didn't win and you're like, oh, poor Martin Scorsese, what's he going to do now? Have no fear because all 25 nominees in the acting and directing categories receive gift bags nice. and we love these gift bags so this year the sweet little goodie bag was worth two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars the biggest ticket item and the most expensive in the company's history is a 12-day cruise valued at seventy eight thousand one hundred ninety dollars why that seems like a weird prize yeah they get it's like a they go to like antarctica and the mediterranean and this and that i want to go on a cruise to somewhere that's cold oh hold on here it gets randomer another extravagant gift was a year's membership with drawing down the moon matchmaking company well brad pitt could use that i mean does brad pitt need that it's worth twenty thousand dollars this matchmaking gift but it gets even better there was a gift. It is called the PZ Midstream, and it is a medical urine collection system. Wait, hold on. I don't, I can't explain it. 
any further than that. That is a literal thing that was in there, along with a brain-sensing meditation headband worth $250. I think Brad was getting to people a little bit with these suggestions. Medical urine collection system. They also, um, you know, not everything is super fancy. They received a foot spray made from herbal remedies, a oh. vape pen with oh. a 24 karat gold finish. That's pretty nice. The card game Exploding Kittens um, okay. and some dark chocolate Milanos. They cost less than five bucks. So they're of the people. You know I'd be saying? so mad. I'm like dark chocolate. Like I'm a milkman. And then you hear the Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix speech and you're like, oh, geez. There's usually one nominee per year who will who doesn't accept the swag bag. Like last year, Glenn Close asked for it to just be donated to a women's charity she didn't want it but i heard this year no one no one refused it i bet they didn't there's a they're they like need i'm that, going to antarctica they need that urine tracking device <laughs> like it's very important it's <laughs> really crazy that is so weird it's a very weird but all in all another oscars night i don't know the, the older i get sometimes i'm like i wouldn't mind just watching a movie instead of this but you i get all the results at the end i know i just kind of always hope for an upset or a great speech which Not I a guess, great song. I won't be hoping for that. I anymore. guess we did get the upsets and we did get some pretty good speeches. We yeah. got a preview of next year when uh, Leo is nominated with uh, his girlfriend Billie Eilish when they appear to the show. And Sir Sharon sitting there, an old maid now, yeah. never yeah. with any awards. I'm 24. I'll never get to date uh, Leo. All right, we're out of time here. Why don't you plug us up before I give some more Oscar facts? Sure. And you know. This was a pretty big Academy Awards, you know, and everything that was on the show is available at your local library. We have 37 branches all over Erie County. Stop on by any of them, tell them, hey, give me that Oscar package. And after <laughs> The Oscar package, that would actually be cool. It's, yeah, I'm just making ideas for us right now. Mm. Um, go and tell them you want all the Oscar movies. We'll be like, sure. Which version of Little Women do you want? We have 20 of them. <laughs> uh, so stop on by. Don't forget to visit our website, www.buffalolib.org, where you can find out where our bookmobile is going to be you can access your online catalog or our online catalog your online record Look, rent some stuff on ebook guys it's a good time Go wow check also out. check us out on twitter at uh what are we all booked up pod I, I did a lot it. of live tweeting yesterday between pretty much me myself and i the couple people that joined in i appreciate them i'm like here i am thanks you, for listening you, you gotta you gotta make some uh Make with the yucks sometimes to get people to... I'm just, like, too tired at that point. Okay, here's a couple facts that I think are interesting. Until 1940, the Oscar winners' names were actually given to the press ahead of the ceremony. Oh. With the understanding that, obviously, the press would hold the names until 11 p.m. But that year, in 1940, the Los Angeles Times broke the embargo and published the names in time for their evening edition, which hit stands before the show even started. Oh, awesome. So guys. after that, yeah, the Academy began sealing the envelopes containing the winners' names, and that was that, and no one got to know. Way to go, L.A. Times. Way <laughs> yeah, to ruin you know. it for everybody. Um, I found this fascinating. Because of the war, the winners at the 1943 ceremony took home plaster-filled trophies that oh. were replaced with the regular metal-filled model in 1946. Okay. Because there was like a metal shortage. They're so like, you get this plaster one, and in three years, we will replace it with the metal one. All right, so, that, that makes sense. Hey, everybody had to conserve. And who is the most Oscar-nominated person alive today? You have a guess? Uh, Meryl Streep think, or Jack Nicholson? No, think um, 
musical. John Williams. Very, very good. There it is. 49 nominations. Wow. Well, that was as of 2014 when I got he's, this. So he's probably more. got a couple for like and five Star wins. Wars ones, a couple in there. Too. I mean, that is a crazy amount of nominations. So, okay. That is a nuts amount. Like, how do you even he's score that much? He's truly the best. He, he is the GOAT. I think that's without question. True. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us on our post Oscars episode. If I hope everybody watched and enjoyed, check out some of the speeches. Come on down your library, but uh, get Parasite. You guys are going to love it, I assure you. Please, it's so good. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you.